Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcast, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com 
where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. So in understanding that and looking at that as a data point of measure that leads you to this moment, how does one actually start to create change in their life? In consideration of the impact. So let's just be clear on this for a moment here, right? We all have a story. You've got a story. I've got a story. So how we do that story, what that story looks like is what patterns we put in place, the behaviors we now have, and then how we change that story going forward. And that sounds lovely, just like you said, but it's the truth is I can't change the past. I know, and I can speak so truly to things like that. I know what it's like to stand on that cliff and wanting to take my life because I don't want to go any further because life got so tough and it felt like there was no hope for it. I know what it was like facing hospital and told that you're never going to live another day. I know what that feeling is like. I know that moment when you think, There is nothing that I want to live for. I don't want to take another breath. I don't want to do anything else. That is that moment that you go, I'm here, recognize it, but do I want to stay here? Is this serving me? And here's the thing that I had to learn. I call it a crossroad in life. I can choose to keep doing my old story. Is that serving me? Is that going to get me where I want to be? So here's the thing. Often when it is at your lowest point, you are not able to do it for yourself. So I had to do it for someone else. And I believed at the point that I was, and I've had a few crossroad moments, trust me, in my life. But at the time that I started, because it's a journey, and I think we have to be clear on this. It doesn't mean that, oh, overnight, I've got it sorted. I'm now going to head this way. It is a journey. And if you are at the rock bottom of the rock bottom, 
that journey is tough because you've got to get through all those rocks and boulders and the things that are, you know, have, have been the things that have been the challenges. And, and I want to encourage you that the road does get easier. I look at my life now and I'm so grateful that I get to live. And, and the reason I get, I get excited that I get to take a breath every day. I get excited that I get to live every day. I get excited that even though some days, and by the way, we're in isolation right now, um, there, there is like this continuous every day doing the same groundhog thing. I go, but I get to do that because there was a, you know, a time in life where I hit one of those crossroads where I was choosing not to do that. So if I go back into where it was tough, those tough moments, I got drivers, I got things that I couldn't do it for myself. I had always promised myself, Michael, that even, even when I had no children, that if I was ever to have children, they were never, ever going to go through anything that I did in my life. I promised that to myself. And so in that moment, when there was a crossroad and I had children at that time, I would go, I can't do this for me, but I want a better life for my children. And I said, I wouldn't do this for my kids. I'm going to be true on that promise. And that pulled me out. Or the moment when, you know, as a young girl, um, I had already been through horrific things before I'd hit at this time where I could consciously make a decision. And I go, okay, I could have been dead any of those 16 years beforehand. I'm not, you know, and for me, I was like, okay, God must have a bigger purpose for me than I can see for myself. I'm not going to waste those 16 years of going through that. I'm going to make a decision today to keep going towards. And then it was, once I make that decision, I've got to surround people that can take me on that journey. And that was the pieces that over time that's changed depending what that crossroad has been. But I have learned those skills to do every time I hit that crossroad is where if I keep doing this journey from today onwards, because here's the thing, I can't change yesterday, but I have the power to change today and forward. And that's why I love thinking about a lot of things in the future and the hope and the vision around that. But I also love right where I am right now. How am I turning up today? Is it better than yesterday? Awesome. Then I'm heading in the right direction. Hey, what's up Unbroken Nation? Just want to take a moment and invite you to be my guest at Think Unbroken Conference this November. That's right. Think Unbroken is hosting our Unbroken Con for free. It's five days of trauma transformation information with myself, special guests, and even some of the leading experts in trauma education from around the world. For five days, we're going to jump into what it means to actually take the steps to be unbroken. All you have to do is register for free at unbrokencon.com. That's U-N-B-R-O-K-E-N-C-O-N.com. That's right. Five days of trauma transformation information with me, special guests, and some of the world's leading trauma trained experts for free for five days this November. More details to come, but in the meantime, go to unbrokencon.com to register and I'll see you there. What do you do in those moments when you do let yourself down though? I mean, I try to have grace with myself. Usually when I let myself down, it's because 
I made a mistake more so than you didn't try. I didn't try yeah. because I, I'm not the kind of person I'll try anything. Yeah. And there are times where I'm like, yeah, well, so, you know, uh, I always wanted to do, uh, be a, a, do a bodybuilding competition. So I was training for one when I was in my early twenties and I got injured and I never made it. So when I was 40, I went back and I started training to do all this bodybuilding. I was in the best shape of my life. Right. But it came to be about competition time. And I was like, yeah, I'm not really into this. Mm. It's taken away from my bigger goals, which is work. You know, there were some things that were being required of me, like, you know, the, the final lean out, you know, you got to get real lean. You just got to starve yourself. I just really wasn't into it. And I'm like, I had to just tell myself, look, the 20 year old me and the 40 year old me are not aligned as far as that goal was, but I tried and I don't feel bad about that. Yeah. I mean, how many 40 year olds do you know even try? No, you know, and that's so interesting too, because I think the older that people get, the more they're willing to quit on themselves. Yeah. And, and I look at it, you know, I have a client and, you know, working with adult survivors of childhood trauma, like this is a, a really intense space. And she's like fucking 64 years old. She's like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm still alive. There is still time. And, and my hope is that people won't quit on themselves, that they won't give right. that they'll, that they'll seek self-love and ultimately find that thing that brings them, you know, fulfillment and joy and happiness and, and do it through a word I think you use, which is really important, grace, because yeah. fuck, you're going to fuck up a lot all the time, every day. And, and I think so many people get tied into this idea of perfection and making sure it's great so everybody else can see it. And I'm just like, if you knew how many episodes of this show have not been released or were recorded that I forgot to press fucking record or that the mic wasn't sure. plugged in or whatever, and you're just like, well, you don't quit. You just keep going. Just keep doing it. Big goal energy. I love this idea. I love the concept because I think that ultimately big goals are what will pull you forward into the existence that you can create. I think a lot of people are stuck in not knowing how to navigate that. So as someone who is a CEO, an entrepreneur, also a wife and a mom and all the other incredible things that I know that you do that I'll let you bring to light if you choose to, how do you create goals? How do you manage life? How do you move forward with all of the different elements that you have in, encompassing you all the time? I think, I think goal creation is a process. And I think that's not talked about a lot because I think people think you like have to have clarity on the goal, right? My goals are constantly evolving. And sometimes I'm trying new things. And then there are a lot of things pulling me, right? I've got my company that I'm running. I have these side projects that I'm doing. I have children. Then I'm trying to be a good parent. And, you know, I've heard you talk about this too. I'm trying to break generational behaviors as a parent. And, you know, there's a lot of me going into that, right? And, and actually that's part of my, that's, that's part of my, uh, my journey too. You know, there was a time early on when I first had my first kid Everybody, you know, when I started with Gate Masters, the youngest and the only woman. And I remember I could hear a lot of the guys saying, when she has a baby, she's out of here. You literally heard them say I, that? I heard them say it. Yeah. I, you know, and it would break my heart because I'm like, why can't I have both? Why can't I have both? You know, that being said, I have delivered at least, you know, I had one, I was on a client call in labor with my first. <laughs> 
you know, I'm really dedicated you're, to this you're work fucking thing. Made for TV now, movie. do I? You know, and I, and I, and and granted, I've had women come to me and say, "Hey, you've created impossible standards for women," but you know, I'm not trying to create standards for anybody. Mm. I'm just competing with me here. Yeah. Right. I I you know, and and even with my last, I had him at home, so there was, you know, there was no drugs involved in that childbirth so i was not talking to anybody right with my first i was epidurals you know it was pain-free i could take a take client a call, call right <laughs> but with my last i had him at home and it happened so fast and it was, it was painful enough that i was not even interested in talking to a client and by that time the company didn't need me to be on a phone call while i was giving birth you know they had it um but you know i went back to work two days later and it wasn't to, and it, maybe there was a little bit of like I had to prove, but more I had to prove to myself because I had made a pretty big deal and I had told them, yes, I'm going to have a baby, but I'll be there. And he came two weeks early, so it messed up my plan, <laughs> right? So I had to go back to work two days later. So, you know, I wasn't trying to prove anything to anybody or create any standard. I was just trying to do what I said I was going to do for a client who gave me their money. Mm -hmm. and believed in me enough to say, here's this big check, do, do your work, you know? He said you're going to be there even if you had a baby. So I did. And I think that that's, uh, I think that's a, a big part of the goals is just sometimes it looks different than what we thought it was going to look like, you know? And... You've got to be willing to evolve with it. You've got to be able to go where it takes you. You just can't give up on what that is. Now, when I became a CEO, you know, I didn't know what was supposed to happen from there. Right? I never, I, I just had my eye on it. I knew that at some point Steve was going to replace himself and he was going to need a, he was going to need an executive in that position. There was a lot of people going for that role, you know, working towards that goal. And I, I knew that if I could grow, help him grow the company and be valuable enough to him, I would get that position. And that was really, I don't, I don't have an MBA. I didn't go to college. We talked about that, right? But I knew that being valuable was important. And I think that's something that's really lost on a lot of people right now. You know, I don't believe there aren't good people out there. I just think that we have a lot of negative beliefs about work culture today. And I think it's coming from both sides, both the employers and the employees, um, where, you know, they're not being valued, the employee, and the employee doesn't value the job. Now, I don't, I, I, I one of the things I, I talk about, actually, I'm be at the Florida Attractions Association next week talking about um, the generational divide. That was not a, a title that I picked. I probably would have picked something different. But I think it's interesting because it is important to them. They believe that a lot of this is generational. To me, I believe that, you know, if you don't have alignment, it doesn't matter what generation we're dealing with, True. right? However, you know, you hear a lot of people talking about there's no good people to work these days, right? And I hate that. I hate hearing that because I don't think that's what it is. I think there's a couple of things happening, you know. One, the baby boomers. There's not enough of us to replace them. So... The people who are getting the jobs have a lot more options um, than they did, the people who came before them. And then two, um, 
maybe that's created a little bit of entitlement. And so people aren't trying to be as valuable to the people who hire them. You know, I really value the people that want to add value to what I'm doing. And because of that, it's important to me to help them achieve their goals. But that's also how I gauge whether or not this is somebody I should be helping. Hey, Unbroken Nation, we'll be right back to the show. But I wanted to let you know that you can grab a copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, for free. If you go to book.thinkunbroken.com, you can download the PDF ebook version of the book and get everything that I know about the baseline of healing trauma for free downloaded to your email right now. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to download your copy of Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma for a PDF for your phone. Again, that is book.thinkunbroken.com. You know, I've played the victim. I've seen thousands of people that I've coached around the world play the victim. And it's really truly not until that moment of acknowledgement that it comes to pass that you're able to step into who you truly are. But even with this, MJ, I fear that people will hear this and they'll write this down, they'll look at it, and instead of doing something, they'll dive deeper into victimhood. Yeah. Well, I would just tell people to ask themselves, what benefit do you get out of victimhood? Like we're all a victim of something, nine times in a 10. Oh, well, not nine times. Every single person is a victim of something. But what benefit do you get in maintaining being a victim? Just because something happened to you and you were a victim of a circumstance does not mean that you need to maintain being a victim moving forward. So it's a matter of making a decision. Are you going to be a victim of it or are you going to make something out of it? And in my mind, that's the definition of success. That's a responsibility as a human on this planet is to take what you've been through and try to make something beautiful for the next generation, your neighbor, your cousin, whoever it may be. What are you going to make out of what you've been through? Are you going to make more hurt or you, by being a victim or are you going to make something great out of it? You can't have both. So I think it comes down to an intentionality and an understanding that there is a time and a place to be a victim. There, there is. Like for instance, when I got diagnosed with Chiari malformation, the neurological condition after working four jobs and putting myself through college and building a business, I had a pity party for about a year, maybe a year and a half. They said, hey, we can't fix this. We can only do brain surgeries as treatment for you. And most likely you're probably going to have to get more. And also people die spontaneously from this and we're terrified to operate on you because there was a 19 year old girl we just did the surgery on with a brand new baby that did not make it. So I was a victim in that circumstance, yes. And I had to give myself that time to really process my emotions and cope with it versus just sitting there and trying to put a Band-Aid over a bullet hole and not coping with those emotions. However, that victimhood timeframe is way overlasted a lot of times. And a lot of times we do not make a decision to make something out of it. And we maintain being hurt and therefore unconsciously bleeding on everybody else and hurting them. I'm sitting with that because it it brings to mind these moments in time in my own experience and and many people I've seen in which like you have this, for lack of a better way to phrase it, this like coming to Jesus moment, right? Where you're like, oh shit, hold on a second. What is happening here? For you coming through that, like, what did that look like? I, I, I would love if you would paint a picture of really kind of the next phase in this journey for you going from that mindset of victim into what was next, because there's that transition period, right? And I look at mine, it was three fucking years for yeah. me, three years. So I'd love for you to talk about what that was like in the shift that happened in the journey for you. Yeah. So let's see. So 
more backstory on this just to give the audience some more context. So at the age of 25, that was when I quit my last freaking night job. I worked up to four jobs, putting myself through college while building a business because that was the only way I could do it. Um, I'm a big fan of NF and he has a song called um, Options. And it says, I got to make it or make it. These are the options. And I finally thought I made it. I finally thought that I made it. And literally three months later, after buying the dream house and the dream car, which I came from a very humble beginning. So that was not like a gigantic car or a gigantic house. But I finally thought that I made it three months later. I was interviewing neurosurgeons. Couldn't remember how to get home. I'm right-handed. I couldn't open my hand all the way because of nerve damage. My right foot was literally curling up and I was walking with a limp on it. And I could barely remember how to spell my name. And what they told me is you have Chiari malformation. And for the audience, that's probably not super familiar about that because it's very rare. And also they are just starting to finally be able to properly treat it. There's about five Chiari specialists in the United States that truly, truly specialize it, or at least back then that was the case. Anyways, that means your brain doesn't physically fit in your skull and is beating into your skull every single time your heart beats. And I had a big, big pity party. I felt like a victim. I felt like I was cursed. I felt like everything was bullshit. I felt like everything that I worked for literally meant nothing. Like I literally felt like I was just getting laughed at by the universe. It was like, screw you, Melissa, you're cursed. And I felt like that for a long time. I felt like that basically for the majority of 2015, but every single day I would try to get up and I would try to act like I didn't feel that way. I tried to go back to who I used to be. I tried to sit there and be like, okay, like I'm just gonna pretend this didn't happen. And that just makes it worse every single time because I wasn't coping with the emotions and the fact that I felt like I was not fulfilling my potential. I wasn't working through and understanding that all of these surgeries, because I had to get 12 of them back to back, all of these surgeries were painful, but the most painful thing was knowing that I could die spontaneously and I gave up on my dreams. I wasn't confronting any of these emotions. And it wasn't until I started really, really going through and being like, okay, who you used to be doesn't exist anymore. You need to build the new version of yourself. That was the only pivotal moment that I could do something because every single morning I'd get up and try to act like I was who I used to be. And then I would black out and be bedridden for about two to three days because I was not able to even be upright for more than three hours at a time. So that's what that transition looked like. It came to accepting it. It came to seeing other people with the same condition I had dying spontaneously that would give every single damn second that they possibly could to have the three hours I had with my ability to stand upright. And what was I going to do with it? Was I going to just flush it down the drain and be a victim? Or was I going to make something out of it? And that acceptance phase, going through the emotions and seeing that there are other people going through the same thing I was, that was the big transformation in which I realized, okay, what am I going to do with this adversity? What does it mean? I get to dictate what it means and everybody does. As you're in this and you're going through this process and you're like, all right, I'm going to step into what's next in my journey. What I'm curious about, what was the catalyst for change and what was the beginning of this journey like for you? Hmm. I hit a rock bottom. I was invited to an awards dinner with Tony Robbins when he, Dean Graziosi launched KBB. And I was in the room with absolute legends and I hit a rock bottom that day, that week, that month, that time period, it was right before my surgeries. And I was able to see myself in a room with the people I would aspire to be around, but 
But knowing that I personally was not showing up as an individual who was worthy of being in that space and that worth took me on a journey, right? That discovery of self-worth took me on a journey. It took me into the awakening. And I immediately went back home to New York and I found my team of doctors in order to really start hunting hundreds of thousands of dollars went into my health journey in the last couple of years. And it took me saying enough's enough, right? Owning the fact that individuals from across the world have come through so much, right? I tend to attract individuals, leaders in my life who truly have come from grassroots, rock bottom, extreme hardship or challenge and overcome, right? Surface stories, surface relationships haven't always resonated with me. But witnessing that there is so much that can be done when you're honest about the journey that you've come through, not the perfected veiled version that we live in corporate America, but the authentic entrepreneurial journey where, listen, your story matters. Your identification of the gifts that you've been given matter. And when we can each individually share those and ensure that they're, you know, our business card or our first foot forward. I think we start to attract individuals we really resonate with. And so for me, acknowledging an incredible rock bottom, saying this is the lowest of the low, this is the worst I could ever anticipate being, and just acknowledging the fact that, listen, in so many respects in my life, I would be justified if I was to give in to all the darkness that lives in the world. And I, you know, authentically had chosen a life on the edge where I debilitated and demeaned myself privately and showed up perfected and veiled in corporate and was able to rise in that space. So there was this duality to my life. And I said, I need to unify. I need to really unify my life and how I'm showing up. I changed career positions um, in, a, in a different respect. I changed the way I showed up in corporate. I changed the way I showed up within my family. Um, in the same month that I had those surgeries, I joined Grant Cardone's Inner Circle Mentorship Group, which really meant for me every single Thursday, hundreds of us hopped online on Zoom. We also, every single day, had a, an Instagram group where we said, did you drink your water? Did you write your goals? Did you exercise? And I had real accountability, not just friendship, not just people who were honored, you know, to, to be in my world or happy to support me because I have overcome so much. But individuals who are saying, are you really showing up enough? Are you being authentic in who you are and what you represent and what you want to be? And I had people questioning me, listen, you got a good backstory, Sam, but is it everything that you are? It's, it's phenomenal for all of us to own where we've come from. And I, I would never say to bury it, hide it, or, or run away from it. I think it gives us our strength and it gives us our relatability. But I had individuals who have overcome just as much or their own version of my same. And they said, you can do more. And I started to really acknowledge within myself, I am showing up at 10%. I had been saying it for years, acknowledging I'm showing up at 10% of my value, but I had no problem with it because I was still successful in my corporate life and still successful in the way I showed up in the things that I wanted to do. I think it was important for me to start to see that there are different versions of success and it really does start with that unification of self and purpose, right? Not masking. In corporate, we, we mask a lot, but you don't have to, right? You can really live and breathe in this energy of today I choose. And in that choice, every single day, your actions can, can be more aligned and 
you don't have to have that. If I was on, if I was to be filmed right now, this is not who I would want the people to see versus you can spend more percentage every single day in that place of congruence, alignment, self-acknowledgement and self-support. We'll be right back to the show, my friend, but I wanted to let you know about our brand new podcast community for Think Unbroken Podcast. I know that for so many trauma survivors like myself, for the longest time, I felt alone, like nobody got it, nobody understood, and that I was just going to have to figure this out on my own. But that's not true. And the reason why we created our brand new Think Unbroken Academy podcast community is so that we can bring all the members of the Unbroken Nation together in a place where we can learn, grow, heal, change, and transform our trauma into triumph. I would love to have you come and be a part of the brand new community. Just check out thinkunbrokenacademy.com or click the link in the podcast description. And I cannot wait to see you there, my friend. Again, just head over to thinkunbrokenacademy.com. And until then, be unbroken. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review. And you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.